G'day, Michaela. Morning, Borog. You're nervous, aren't you? I think I know what you're going to ask me today. Oh, do you now? Yeah. So, i got a question for you. If you could only wear one item of clothing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> um, a onesie. A onesie. Nice. Gee, you recovered well from that. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere interesting. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, listeners. So, Michaela, a onesie. Good choice, by the way. I, I was hoping to catch you out there because it was either going to be, you know, do I want to cover the top or the bottom, which for, you know, for the ladies, that's an important consideration. For the dudes, it's easy, just shorts, uh, stubbies. But got a que- another question for you. Do you own a onesie? No, but I want one. You want a onesie? Yeah. I know someone, my um, ex-sister-in-law uh, still sleeps in a onesie mm. and she's married and so I don't. I, I couldn't do the onesie thing. I've got, like, a pair of overall onesie things, like your daytime things, and that's, like, my <laughs> favourite thing in the world. It's just so comfortable. Um, but I haven't actually got a bedtime onesie yet. Right. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, well, um, covering we might, the big topics We might topics move here. on from that. Oh, covering you. Anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, we got a, a well. I guess it's an episode with a difference. We haven't done this for a little while, and I'm standing here in a little bit of apprehension because you said, "Waza, I've got a bit of a well. I don't know if it's a rant. I don't really know, Michaela. What, what's on your chest? Well, what it's do you want just to talk about? something that really annoyed me the other day, and I just mm. thought I I just would share it with our listeners and uh, hope they're not doing the same thing. So. Okay. I have a couple of friends who are entrepreneurs and hadn't caught up with them for a little while and caught up with them uh, the other day. And I'm going to say, I'm going to try and be vague here. <laughs> Change the names to protect the innocent. Yeah, I don't particularly want this person to uh, hear any, they don't listen anyway, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they have a business um, that they've been running for a couple of years now and they rely on bookings uh, in this area of business that they're in. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me that they had no bookings after June. So they got no revenue coming in uh, post-June. Ouch. Yes. And, and we're standing here and it's the end of April. Yes. Uh, right. And the bookings that they take are generally four to six weeks out, let's say. Now, this business owner has worked very hard on growing their business. You know, they're really putting in the hard yards of 30, 40 plus hours a week. But they're doing the wrong things in their business. And it's driving me insane. Like what? Can you say? Well, they uh, cannot let go of things that they shouldn't be doing. So instead of um, spending time building relationships, gaining new work, building their brand, doing all the key things that they know that they should be doing, they'll spend two hours on designing a graphic. Or oh, they'll no. 
or they'll, you know, just cannot let go of things that they know how to do. So all this admin and um, graphic work and things like that, they just cannot let it go. And I've said to them over and over again, that is stuff that you could easily outsource. Yeah. You know, you could easily outsource that someone offshore. It's all in a procedure. It's the same thing over and over again. But they can't let go. They've got this control issue around, you know, oh, well, it just won't be exactly how I want it. That's okay. It won't be how you want it. But how about getting some sales in? Don't you want that? Mm. Like, if something isn't exactly how you need it, like, who cares? If it still does the job and still presents your business in a good light, um, if it's not the exact thing mm. that you would put out in an ad or a piece of graphic work or whatever, yep. uh, so be it. It's about good enough is good enough. For right now, when yeah. you don't have a lot of resources at your disposal, you don't have a lot of team members to help you, you're a bit of a startup and you are struggling and doing the hard yards. So they're constantly talking about how hard they're working. <laughs> and But then I think, okay, look at your effective hourly rate and you know divide your 40 hours by how much you're bringing in mm. and i think if they did that they'd be astonished at what they're working for as in not very much yeah it would be like under yeah and and i find a lot of business owners uh when you do that it's it freaks them out but i've seen numbers like $10 an hour mm. that people are actually Earning, basically. I mean, you wouldn't work for somebody else for that sort of money, and yet you do it for yourself. You spend yeah. 60 hours a week to make 50 grand a year. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and it's just this letting go of the things that you think, you know, you just do because you're being busy, and, you know, that's what you need to do, and you can't let anyone else do it because they're not going to do it as good as you. Um, but you've spent... You know, you're 30, 40 hours a week doing things that really should be delegated. And now this person is, you know, complaining that they have no money coming in. You know, and this business has been going for a couple of years now. So there's certainly, it's past that, you know, startup phase where really now, you know, they haven't really put themselves out there at all and now complaining that they haven't got any sales or bookings. So, because they're so busy doing this other stuff that they should have delegated anyway, but can't let go of. Do you think they can't see that they're doing that? Uh, Are they aware of their yes, they're behaviors? aware of it. Yes, they're aware of it. Why? Because you've told them. <laughs> yes, and they've told me. Um, so why aren't they changing? Well, this is this is what. This is really frustrating. You. <laughs> it is because it's so simple to me. Like ah, to you it is. Yeah, because I'm on the outside looking in. Yeah, but. You know, there's no way this talented, amazing person should be spending two hours in Canva designing something. But so yeah, what's I know driving... they're good at it, and they like doing that. Are they good at it though? Well, the end quality is good. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't well, mean they're the best person to actually do. No, that, and it's not the best use of their time. I'm really in good any at. Means. I'm really good at washing my car, but it doesn't yeah. mean it's the best use of my time. Exactly. But, I mean, this has been going on for months now with this person. And so they're well aware of it. So I'm thinking, what is it that's blocking them? 
Where, where's this likely to end up, Michaela, for, for these guys? I mean, where do you see this? So they've got no bookings for June. Give, it, give this six months. What's likely to be the end game here? Well, they certainly have other revenue streams that they're investigating. Okay. You know, um, but I'm thinking, well, that's but, all well and good, but you need to put some bread and butter on the table. Yeah. You know, so but they, they have some grand ideas and that's great. I just want to know how can I get through to this person that they need to let go of control and they need to delegate and outsource that there's some fear or there's some block there that they're not going to do yep. the the work, the hard work in, in finding new customers and, you know, this business that they're in, it's not something they can just put a lot out in the local paper. Because there's a number of reasons that that people don't change or don't let go of things. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty complex issue. But certainly from my perspective, I've, I've seen lots of examples of this same situation and I'm, I'm sure we've got listeners sitting there. And if you're sitting there thinking, mm, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with me doing my own, you know, design work that takes me six hours to move a box around on a flyer and then get the cheapest quote for printing and then go backwards and forwards for proofs and everything because I want my business cards to be perfect. That's not the point, though. No, no, no. But if yeah. that's you, then, you know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why we do that stuff and why we won't let go of control um, or change our, our behaviours. A lot of it, I think, if I bust it down to a few simple things, I wonder if there's some avoidance behaviour going on here. Like... You know, this person likes doing the design stuff. Um, I actually think it's deeper than that. Ah, okay. I actually think this person has a critical fear of success on their own terms. Well, well, you could pretty much say most people have that. No, but this this particular entrepreneur is very talented. You know, he's great, but have run successful businesses, big businesses but not under their name. Mm. So. That's an identity thing. Yeah. Potentially. You know, they're very good at running multi-million dollar businesses, but this is their own idea. This is their own startup. And, you know, this has been going on for a while now. And they're smart. They know they're doing it because they've said it over and over again. Mm. But they're just focusing on those things they feel comfortable with. Yep. You know, and still with no bookings post-June is not getting them into action. Because that would require <clears throat> belief in one's own uh, value and also, you know, self-promotion. I, I have to say, Michaela, I can identify with that. Mm. I've I've avoided promoting myself. And a lot of people think I'm a bit of a self-promoter because of the show and, you know, a bit of Facebook posting and social media stuff around our episodes. But you and I both know that that uh, I play pretty small when it comes to marketing myself. and I think everyone hates marketing themselves. I yeah. think it's something we all suffer from. Well, it feels, it feels uh, you know, a bit arrogant or, uh, you know, you feel like a bit of a narcissist, really, um, putting yourself out there. Uh, you know, we have the whole tall poppy thing here in Australia and 
people think you're a bit of a wanker if you talk about your achievements and put yourself out there. It's some pretty crappy mentoring we've we've had growing up and by our schooling system perhaps. But um, yeah, that's a big one. It's a tough one to overcome too because mm. really deeply ingrained in so many of us yeah, that you I, shouldn't promote yourself. And I can see this coming out in this person that, you know, they've just stayed in this same um, position of really thinking quite small, you mm. know, but talk about going bigger. Yeah, yeah. But, but their actions down to it. But when their actions come to it, they're not... Yep. doing anything, you know, above what they should be doing. So what do you think? Uh, there must have been people who have been in this situation and had a shift and then gone on to become quite comfortable with their own success and, and without being wankers about it. Uh, you know, I think you can be very, very successful and even in the public eye and still retain your humility. Um, like, what, what do you think it would take to get a shift, not just with this person, but with anyone who's listening to this feeling a little the same way? Well, I think it comes down to, and this is very easy said than done, is having the self-belief and self-love that what other people think of you doesn't really matter. I think we are so caught up in what other people are thinking and what will they think if I fail or what will they think if I'm successful or how does this reflect on me? Where if we just had enough self-love, I don't want to get too woo-woo here, but if we just had enough self-belief and self-love that why do we care so much about what other people think? If we provide a good business and a good service, you know, it will come through. But oh, it's hard not to be too woo-woo, in inverted commas, about this stuff, because it really is. I think I think uh, I feel like more people are starting to realise out there in business land that business is not just about marketing and you know ad campaigns and systems and budgets and all that sort of stuff. I mean, the, I think business owners, particularly small to medium business owners, are really starting to realise. And I know the wingman clients that I work with, and I, and I know a lot of our listeners, Michaela, have figured it out. And it's like you got to get your own shit sorted, and it's the stuff internally that's impacting your business uh, more so than the stuff externally. And when you get the internal sorted, the external kind of has a habit of following along and, and uh, falling into place. So, um, yeah, uh, the whole what other people think of me thing, <laughs> that's another massive one. Gee, you've opened a few can of worms, cans well, of worms today. today because, you know, this entrepreneur you know, is working really hard and could be really successful, but they're getting in their own way. Yep. Critically getting in their own way, you know, and I just think what can I say or do to help them overcome this, mm. you know, and it, it's really interesting, you mm. know, this process that this person's been going through. So, um, sometimes do you think... Just don't complain that you're broke. Well, you're not doing any – that annoys me. That's more was where my vent was going. But um, So you're broke but not not changing and still complaining about it. There's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, that really annoys me. Compl- but anyway. Complaining about the circumstances and not doing anything about changing yep. it. Yep. yep. And going on for a really long time. Yeah. You know. But that's and, human nature, isn't it? Well, it is, but it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> it still can annoy me. 
No. And, and I'm not perfect by any means. We all do it. Yeah. You know. But I just want to know what can I how can I help this friend get through this block because, you know, they're really limiting. So how how blunt and honest have you been with this friend of yours? Well, probably not as blunt and honest as I've needed to be by mm. any means, but I have gently softened to say that perhaps you could um, offshore a lot of this mm. work uh, and there's pushback. Oh, but I want someone local or, um, yeah, they're just not going to do it how I want it. Or it's just as quick as for me to do it, blah, 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 blah. So all the fear and that is coming out when, mm. you know, and... That's just a smokescreen though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, this is a bit of advice for you, Michaela, without without sort of knowing who you're talking about here, it makes it hard. But uh, I think I think sometimes as those good friends, and I know in our roles as consultants and mentors to people in business... I think our job is to call bullshit um, as strongly as we can and be that unreasonable friend that has to put our own fear of perhaps, you know, risking a friendship over doing what we believe in, what we what we know is is required with these people. So you know, I think sometimes it requires a bit of a, you know, even that, that breakdown between two people for someone to have a breakthrough. Uh mm. Which would mean, you know, you risking coming across as too nosy or arrogant or whatever to actually call BS on some of those excuses and avoidance behaviours and just say, well, that's crap. That's not the truth. Mm. You know, what? what's the truth here? Because there's plenty of people that have outsourced stuff. And, you know, the whole local thing or having control over it, I mean, that's all rubbish. We, we know that. Yeah, and this is just... This this is small things compared to what they should be doing. Yeah, in their yeah, business, yeah. you know, it is so ludicrous that they're spending time on this um, when there's other things that I know they can do, mm-hmm. and they know they should be doing and can doing it, but they're not. So a bit of tough love, you reckon, from me? I think so. Because they are asking for my help, and I'm like, well, I have tried to say you need to get this shit off your plate. Yeah. So you can focus on revenue generating activities. Yeah, um, I think I think it comes down to the quality of the questions that we ask sometimes too. Mm. Uh, of rather than telling people, is actually asking them the really tough questions. And I know I've got a wingman client that has uh, literally texted me this morning uh, as we were coming into the studio here to say that they had finally sent their first EDM, which is electronic direct mail. So they've sent their first email out to their database and it has taken me I'm not kidding uh, so I meet with this client every week as part of their wingman deal uh, and this topic has come up probably every week for at least the last eight weeks it's taken this business owner almost three months to press send on their first email and it's a bloody good email I've seen it and it's it's got good content it's been it's had a, a marketing person actually have a hand in it to help create it. Um, but this, this business owner is, is a bit of a perfectionist. But also, I think, like you're saying, a little bit fearful that this email campaign might open the floodgates to all of this recognition and business growth. And, you know, it's really going to challenge a whole lot of other areas of their personality. So, you know, I've been forcing them through that in a lot of ways. And I literally got a message to say, it's sent. This yep. morning, so, and I can tell from the the messages coming through on the on the phone here 
that um, this is actually going to be a big deal for this particular person. Seems crazy, but I feel like sometimes, you know... But that's about putting themselves out there. Yeah. It's actually about, you know, it is this more, I guess, personal way of marketing. You know, it's not just an ad in the paper. You're sending out stuff. Um, So it is that personal... Yeah. But, reflection but, on you, as well as that, you know, oh, what if we we get more success and we're busier? And because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think sometimes I know I've I've had this over the years. Is you know I've I've won business awards and all sorts of stuff, and I don't know. Sometimes I've I've like the last business award I won in uh, in my region. You know, I got small businesses of the year out of out of hundreds and hundreds of businesses and. There was just this little voice in the back of my head that said, really, you? Like, you're really worthy of that? I think a lot of us have that little crappy negative voice that, I don't know, am I really worthy of this attention? Or if I put myself out there, you know, is someone going to call me out as a bit of a fraud? You know, Mm. am I the right person to be doing this? And I wonder if your friend is kind of going through that as well, is just having doubt about, well, you know, am I really... Is this all make-believe, you know, is what I'm doing actually worthwhile? And and uh, I think sometimes we have some doubts about the, our own worthiness, hence the, you know, worrying about what other people think of us too because mm. we worry about what we think of ourselves, which is maybe not enough mm. a lot of the time. And it's interesting because this friend, the things that she focuses on is everything but the revenue-generating mm. stuff. Yep, because that, that would bring home to roost the fact that, you know, he or she is uh, actually doing this. You know, you can't escape it now. It's like, mm. oh, crap, I'm doing this on my own and I'm actually making money and this is real because then that creates all this other expectation from the outside world that you're going to go on with it and, you know, the product's going to be good. And I suppose, you know, it's detaching ourselves. Uh, if I can touch on one last thing from my perspective here is our self-worth being attached to our business or the things that we create or our our net worth. You know, the quote is, your self-worth does not equal your net worth. They need to be two separate things. I think for a lot of us in business, they're inextricably linked. So, you know, what happens in my business says something about me as an individual and that's not the case Mm. or it shouldn't be the case. Yeah. They're not not the same thing. No, that's good. My self-worth is not my net worth. That's right. I like that. Uh, so you shouldn't feel better about yourself just because your bank balance went up. No. And you shouldn't feel like shit if you've got no money either. Exactly. But or customers or whatever. Whatever it is, yeah. So, well, I made a, I better reschedule uh, some lunch with this friend and, and give us some... Time to take the gloves off, off, I reckon. Slap she, her around a bit. She has asked for some help and... Um, Slap her around a bit. Tell her to mm-hmm. pull her head out of her backside and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get her on the show. Maybe we should get her in for a hot seat. No. No. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for sharing, Michaela. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of listeners out there thinking, oh, shit, that probably sounds a bit like me. Uh, if that is you and perhaps you're clinging to stuff or you just you want to change but it's not happening for you, um, hit us up here at the Tradies Business Show. Leave us a voicemail with a question or challenge. Um, so go to the website, tradiesbusinessshow.com. Uh, leave us a voicemail. We uh, we had a, a listener question go to air recently. 
Um, feel free to do the same. We'd love to get you on air. We won't uh, we won't name and shame you if you share your challenge with us. But uh, look, if it's if it's good enough, um, we might even get you on the show for a hot seat and uh, help you out on air. We'll give you a bit of tough love here at the Tradies Business Show. Mm, so maybe uh, I should secretly record this meeting with my friend and see how I go. Ooh, yeah. We might have to like <laughs> do some fancy editing and just change the sound of her voice so that yes. you know, we don't incriminate her. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, great to have you with us at the Tradies Business Show. Um, and yeah, as I said, hit us at tradiesbusinessshow.com. Leave us your voicemail. Um, check out our downloads and everything else or uh, find us on Facebook. Great to have you with us. Until next episode. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.